This is HPR episode 1885 entitled 64 LibreOffice Impress Multimedia and is part of the series LibreOffice. It is hosted by Ahuka and is about 14 minutes long. The summary is using audio and video files in Impress. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hello, this is Ahuka, welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our ongoing series, LibreOffice Impress. And what I want to do today is bring in something that uh, really, this is about the only place you would have room for it in an office suite, and that's multimedia. Uh, And that means audio and video. And in presentations... There can be places where you want to make use of these kinds of things in some various and interesting ways. Now, there are some limitations. Uh, First of all, anytime you want sounds, whether from an audio file or as part of a movie file, you kind of need to have the right hardware all along the the chain. Uh, And that can mean a little planning ahead. In many of the places where I do presentations, uh, the video is all I have. Uh, most modern projectors, particularly in corporate meeting rooms, have the capability of playing audio as well as video. On the other hand, some of the conferences I've presented at have borrowed any old projector they can get for free. I've had problems just getting them to display video properly, let alone play audio. Uh, The other variable you need to be concerned with is how your laptop sends out AV information. If your video out is VGA only, as would be the case on older laptops, well, that's a video-only format, and you would need to have a separate audio connection and cables. Current DVI and HDMI outputs do, in principle, carry audio as well. I have seen some issues with specific chipsets and cards, so, again, I would do a little bit of testing here. Uh, The bottom line is that this is a whole question in itself, and frankly, one I am not an expert on. So if you want to do this, I suggest you try it with the laptop and projection equipment you plan to use, and see how it goes. If everything is up-to-date modern hardware, you're probably going to be successful, but the older the hardware on either side, the more chancy it will get. Now, the next question you have is one of embedding your multimedia files into your presentation versus linking to external files. There are pros and cons either way. Linking to an external file makes your presentation file that much smaller. And for sound or video files you want to use on multiple presentations, that can add up to a major space savings. 
The downside is that you move the presentation file to another machine and your AV files were on the first machine, well, you've probably just broken the connection. Um, and then they're not going to work. Uh, there's one thing that can work nicely, though, at least for movie files you might want to call, and that is to use a hyperlink to a server. So, for example, let's suppose you want to call a video from YouTube. You could just copy the URL for the video that you want to use, then go to a blank slide, um, and what you can do there is go to the Insert menu, click Hyperlink, and this will bring up a window where you can set up your link. So there's a couple of radio buttons that say either web or FTP. So if it's YouTube, it would be web. And then under that, target, and that's where you would put the URL. Uh, then in the text box, you can put in the text that you want to see on the slide uh, that is going to, you know, maybe say something interesting like... Uh, you know, TED Talk on blah, blah, blah. So it, it's clear when people see that what it is they're going to be looking at. Um, so, um, in the other way you could do it is you could put the text in first. And this would be best if you wanted to have your video inserted onto a slide where maybe you had some other text or other objects or what have you, what you can do is type in the text you want to use um, and then go to insert hyperlink when you've selected the text and enter the URL. Now you don't need to enter anything into the text field of the hyperlink window here because it will apply the link to the text you selected. But if what you want is not on the internet, you may want to use files available to you on your computer. One of the first things I consider here is whether I might want to use these files again. If I think I might, it is worth creating a gallery theme for them. If you have not looked at our tutorial on the gallery and themes, uh, we did that a couple of lessons back, you might want to review it now. But in essence, themes are collections of objects. We first introduced them for collections of pictures, but they can collect audio and movie files as well. As our earlier tutorial explained, the gallery contains a number of themes that are built in, but in this case we would want to create our own. I would probably want to do at least two, one for audio and one for video, to collect the files I want to use. And while you can pull files from any place, I like to create a directory and copy my files into that directory because it makes managing things a little easier. At least I think so. So I created two directories in my Impress Tutorials section of my hard drive, one for audio and one for video, and copied into them five files each. The audio files were all MP3, and the video files were all MP4. Uh, now, these are very common file formats. I could have gone for AUG. Uh, but, uh, you know, depending on who's listening to this, they may or may not have experience working with those particular codecs, um, and this is probably a little more bulletproof. Now note, when these files get into the theme, they will be identified by the file name. 
this is a good time to take a look. If your file name is something fairly useless like x23v17q.mp3, uh, this would probably be a real good time to rename the file to something more usable like Fred's introductory remarks.mp3 so that in the future you'll know what the heck these files are. So now I've got directories with files in them. So now I go to the gallery, and the gallery is on the sidebar, as you may recall. And at the top, there's a button called New Theme. So the first one I created was for audio files, so I gave it a name on the first tab. And then on the second tab, I pointed to the directory I created that has the MP3 files. This is where it gets a little tricky, because this part is way more complicated than it needs to be. So first, in the file type drop-down, select MPEG audio, parentheses, star.mp3, close parentheses. This will bring up a window asking if you want to update the file list. Click yes. It will appear to have done nothing. Click the find files button. And in the window that comes up, navigate to the directory you created and place the files in. Then click select. And now at this point, you probably see a bunch of files here in this window. You're not done, though. You still have to click Add All to add them to your theme. As I said, way more complicated than it needs to be. So at this point, now you can click OK. You'll have a theme in your gallery with the name you gave it and icons for five files in it. Repeat the above process for your movie files, and you will now have two themes created. Now, you don't have to create a theme for a one-off use of an audio or video file. The idea here is that these files are ones that we might want to reuse in the future, and this makes it easier. Now, when it comes to adding your files, one thing you may run into, even if you gave them better names, is that you are still not exactly sure what each file is. Uh, Impress does have you covered. If you go to Tools, Media Player, it will open up a media player then double-click a file in the theme, and it will just play that file. So you can hear the audio, watch the video, whatever, and know exactly what it is. Now, adding it to a presentation. At this point, it's as simple as click and drag from the theme. Right, so you have a slide, and then you've got your gallery and the sidebar off on the right, and you find the theme, and you just click and drag a file, and it goes onto the slide. Now, if it's not in the gallery and you want to add something, go to the Insert menu to the Movie and Sound option and navigate to the file you want. Now, when you insert an audio file, there is a, an icon added to the slide, but you can move it and put in text as well. Uh, and, of course, when you insert a movie, a window for the movie is placed on the slide. The thing you need to understand is that all audio and video files that are inserted run automatically as soon as the slide is displayed in the slideshow, and they stop as soon as you jump to the next slide. So that's something you might want to keep in mind. So when you add the file, you will see a media player. And if you select the, uh, you will see the media player if you select the icon or uh, for the audio or the window for the video. And when we say select, uh, what we mean is that you have 
clicked on it to the point that there's a border around it and the eight handles. And that means it has been selected. And when that happens, the media player is uh, going to appear, and usually on like the lower left of the screen, uh, you won't see it during the slideshow. You see it here because you can make some adjustments as to what happens when this file is played. There's the usual play, pause, and stop buttons. And then there's one you can set for repeat if you want the file to keep playing. Uh, it will stop, as I said, as soon as you go to the next slide. So it's not suitable for, like, a background soundtrack while the presentation is running. Then there's a position slider that lets you start the file from any point, not just in the beginning. And a timer window that shows you where you are in the file. So what you could do is you could, uh, let's say there was uh, some audio, and it's like, uh, I only want a certain amount of this audio, um, and it's one minute in. Well, you know, you can listen to it and watch the timer window, and, and you see, ah, it's 59 seconds, and then move the slider to the 59 seconds. And then that when you get to that slide, it'll start at that point. There's a mute button. That can be handy if, uh, for instance, you want a movie file to play without sound. And then a volume slider, so you can adjust the volume of the audio that you're playing. Finally, there's a scaling drop-down. Uh, that's only available for movies. It doesn't make any sense to have that for audio. So, what does it all mean? i got to tell you, this is... This is a part of Impress where I am not impressed, okay? Um, there are a couple of things. Uh, PowerPoint, for instance, I know has much more sophisticated multimedia capabilities. All right, so this is just an area where there has not been a lot of attention paid in LibreOffice. Um, I have frankly had a bit of trouble using these features. All with audio. Video files play great for me, but with audio I've had like slowdowns and crashes and stuff. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Maybe it's something about my setup and it's going to work perfectly for everyone else. But I'm just reporting. This is what I've run into. Now, if you're committed to using free software, I want you to know what you can do. But this is really an area where I'm hoping to see the developers uh, push this thing a little bit further in the future. Uh, of the, you know, the components in LibreOffice, you know, when you compare it to something like Microsoft Office, you know, there's differences. Uh, I would say Writer is more capable than Microsoft Word. I'd say Calc is about the same as Excel. Impress is one of those ones that just does not measure up to PowerPoint. Uh, and so I'm going to say that. Um, calling it as I see it, but uh, that's going to be it for me on this one. So this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio signing off and reminding you as always to support free software. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. 
Pekka Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you.